Welcome back to Beef's Beef. Sorry about that last one. Hopefully the video quality is a lot better on this one. And again, I apologize. I am going to start from the very beginning. So if you saw the beginning of it or heard the beginning of the last part of it, just ignore it. Pretend like you didn't hear it because I got to have good quality audio and video because this is my first time doing this. So uh, bowl games announced uh, yesterday. Or, yeah, yesterday. Uh, I really like Louisville's draw. Uh, like I was saying before, uh, Louisville drew Mississippi State in the Tax Slayer Bowl uh, in Jacksonville, playing on the 30th against Mississippi State. Both teams are, you know, eight and four. Uh, Mississippi State's not the same team that they were though. Uh, losing Nick Fitzgerald, losing their whole coaching staff. Um, I really think if Louisville plays the way they have been playing the past couple weeks, it should be a, a fairly easy win for them. Um, early line is is six in favor of Louisville so like I said I, I really think that with the way our defense is finally coming around with Jair coming back the way Lamar is is playing I, I really think that that uh we we could get the win fairly easy uh I'm not going to dive in into it too much because I don't I don't want to <clears throat> I, I got a preview coming up for that whenever the game gets closer uh Kentucky though they drew Northwestern in the Music City Bowl in Nashville uh, it seems like Louisville and Kentucky have been in Nashville every year, at least one of us in the past five or six years uh, since Kentucky's been going back to bowl games. Uh, they got they got Northwestern down there. Northwestern's nine and three. Uh, Kentucky coming in at seven and five. I, that one is I, I know Northwestern's an eight and a half point favorite, but that game's kind of tough for me to pick, to be honest. Uh, it honestly just depends on what UK team decides to show up. So. I, I don't know. That, that game, I, I don't want to touch yet. I want to let that game kind of get closer, too. I, I'll do a, a – uh, I'll probably go around and, you know, I see a couple people watching. Uh, you know, if you're fans of the teams that I'm talking about here and you want to help me do a bowl preview for that team, uh, I'd be more than happy to have you on. I mean, Trenton, I see you're watching. If you want to come on and talk about the U.K. football team or, you know, anybody else that wants to uh, – I'm sure Daniel will start watching at some point. Uh, Purdue drew Arizona, which Arizona could be very dangerous. I mean, <clears throat> they played Purdue played us pretty well in the first game of the season, but they have a Arizona's got a quarterback that's very similar to ours. I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna dive into these bowl games very much because, like I said, I'm gonna have a a bowl preview for probably all three of these at least. Uh, they got Arizona in the Foster Farms Bowl in Santa Clara. That's, so many weird names for bowl games now, uh, but I, you know, I, I like Purdue. I think they're on, they're obviously on the uptick. I think they won two games last year. Uh, they won more conference games this season than they've won the past three seasons combined. So I definitely like the direction they're heading in. Uh, they're, but they are three, three and a half point dog to uh, Arizona on the twenty seventh. So with the bowl games, also comes the playoff. You know, the playoff reveal, which um, probably for the first year since the playoffs have been announced, I actually agree with all of them. So I'll go in order. We got Clemson 1, Oklahoma 2, Georgia 3, Alabama 4. <clears throat> uh, Clemson and Alabama playing for the third straight year, this time I'm not in the national championship. Um, and it surprised me when I was looking it up that Alabama's actually a two-point favorite, uh, which the reason it surprised me, not because it's Alabama being a favorite, just it's the fact that Alabama is a favorite with how they've been playing. 
I mean, I know Nick Fitzgerald was still playing whenever Mississippi State got, you know, drove them down the line in that game, and <clears throat> Auburn was, you know, probably the hottest team at the time when Alabama played them and lost to them. But with with the way Alabama has closed the season, it very, very much surprised me that they're a two point favorite over Clemson, who just absolutely demolished Miami. Uh, so, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that go into that that I don't know about. I mean, Vegas knows a lot better than I do. They're always pretty close with their – with you know, with who they call and, and what their spreads they call with this. And, again, it is the, an early line, so we'll see. And then the other one, they, they're virtually calling a pick em with Oklahoma and Georgia. Um, just a – I'm not going to go into these too much because I'll probably do stuff about this one too. But I, I'll go ahead and say I think – I think Clemson and Georgia are going to end up playing in the national title game. I think Clemson will win another national title, but you know, I'll, I'll do a I'll do a preview on this one when, once that gets closer, and, and and you know, preview all the stuff when it, once it gets. But again, with with the playoff reveal, you get controversy because you got people saying, "Oh, well, my team's left out. My team should have been in there." It's whatever. Everybody that knows me knows that I hate Ohio State anyway, and but me my hatred for them is not what's going to lead me into saying that I don't think that they should have been in there uh you have two losses one of them missed Oklahoma Oklahoma is a very good team but I, you don't you, you want to be in the playoffs don't lose the Iowa 55 to 24 I mean plain and simple it's just Iowa's not a good team and I mean I'm not saying that Ohio State's not a good team because they beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship but you don't you want to be in there win games don't lose to Iowa fifty-five to twenty-four. Who's that's that's a terrible loss. That's the that's a worse loss than anyone in the playoffs has, outside of Clemson losing to Syracuse. But you have to, and with that, you have to factor in Kelly Bryant being out for the whole second half. So, uh, and honestly, I would actually still say that Iowa's a worse loss because you lost by thirty-one. Uh, they did get. I mean, I, I am kind of excited to see that bowl game because USC has actually been playing decent. Uh, and they have Ohio State actually is a seven-point favorite. Uh, but the reason I'm going live today is because I actually want to kind of introduce something for <clears throat> the beginning of the week episodes. Uh, I don't I don't have a name for it yet, but basically I'm going to start asking for people's top fives. And by the way, if you're watching this, and it has a share thing down at the bottom. Share it for me. I want to try to see if other people can do this. I want to get people in on this discussion. So the top five for this week is your top five favorite cereals. I know it's weird to, to have cereals and stuff on a on a sports show. But, I mean, by the way, I can see who's who has at least joined in for some part of it. Comment down here. I, I mean, I want, to, I want to hear. I want to see your all's comments on this. I want to see what you guys think. Uh, I'm going to start with my three honorable mentions. By the way, thanks for the likes. Uh, my three honorable mentions. I'll go Honeycomb, very solid cereal, Peanut Butter Crunch, and Apple Jacks. Those are, my th those are my three honorable mentions. And then I'll give you my number five and then go back into talking some more sports. Or my number five and my number four. And then I'll go back into talking some sports here. And, and then we'll go, we'll go on and uh, I'll announce some more later. So... My number five, I'm going with Trix. Trix, I know they say is just for kids, but I don't know. Trix is a solid cereal. And then number four, which you got to eat pretty quick because the cereal will 
make it soggy is Fruity Pebbles. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear anything about Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles is great, and again, right now we're on top five favorite cereals. I see, I see Megan here saying Maisie, Fruit Loops, Apple Jacks, and Fruity Pebbles. She doesn't have a four and a five. Well, I know she'll get it. She'll once she gets older, she'll find some other cereals she likes. Um, so another, you know, another thing I want to dive into before you know I get to the rest of my cereal announcements and then uh, you know my beef for tonight uh, Louisville took another loss in basketball to Seton Hall <laughs> I mean Seton Hall I don't I don't want to act like Seton Hall is not a not a good team they are generally you're right Fruity Pebbles are delicious uh, I, I think I probably got my <laughs> Trent and my one and only cinnamon toast crunch uh, I don't, I don't want to act like Seton Hall is not a good team because Seton Hall is a very good team uh, do I think that they have a better team than us? I don't. Um, but it's hard to say that because I really don't think we've seen what this team can be. Uh, our rebounding is abysmal. It's But it's weird because if you look at it at the end of games, we still beat teams in rebounding, but it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I feel like it's just like garbage rebounds when, when the game's pretty much over that kind of put us over the edge, but... You you have Seton Hall who comes in here and, and plays pretty much a center and four guards most of the game. And I'm not going to get – I'm still not going to get down on David Padgett because he was still thrown into the fire. He's still learning. He's still doing all this stuff. I, I, I get frustrated. I do get frustrated with some of the things that he does, but I, don't, I can't fault him because he doesn't know. And I'm not saying that I'm all-knowing or anything like that because I'm not, but – uh, I, I want it, it sucks because I feel like a lot of times the substitution methods are bad. Again, that's from him not knowing. From yeah, I don't know. I mean, I when I first started coaching, uh, sometimes you forget. Like it's weird to think this, but you get into watching the game, which is a bad thing to say. But you get into watching the game, and I can I can guarantee at that level you're. At that level, you're going to get into watching the game a lot because you're you have a front row seat to a Division One game and stuff. But I don't know. I mean, you give up 29 points and eight rebounds to a wing and Desi Rodriguez. And when I saw Angel Delgado's stats of 10 points and 13 rebounds, I honestly it was like, wow, that's kind of low. I definitely thought he had more than that. Uh, and then Kadeem Kadeem Carrington with 18 points. I don't. I just they had four players in double digits. Uh, I think the other guy had seven or eight. So, I mean, they had four guys that just absolutely killed us. Uh, and then for us, we had Dangadell, 20 points, five rebounds. Snyder, who looked at some points that he was coming out of his slump, but then you have the shot at the end of the game, which I don't understand, uh, pulls up for a 30-footer with six seconds left in the game. I still don't get it. Uh, I don't know what's going on with him. I just... I wish he would come around because there was flashes in that game where it's like, okay, this is the old Q, and then he does that shot at the end. So, uh, our other leading scorer is VJ King, fourteen points, five rebounds, and you know I had some people commenting on my Facebook status last night. If you don't think he's our best player, that's fine. You guys are missing the point totally anyway. My biggest point was the fact that VJ King was not in the game for the last three and a half minutes down the stretch when we need 
veteran leadership. I know he's only a sophomore, but the guy played all last season, and he's not in the game, and he's actually been killing in the second half. I, I didn't understand it. That was my that was my thing. I don't care whether you think he's our best player. I do, but I just I didn't understand it. And again, maybe that's just Coach Paget learning. But it, I mean, it sucked to see because it's like, man, we we really need him in the game. And then, you know, other people are like, well, Ding's this, Ding, Ding's our best player, Q or race ball or whatever. Ding played thirty six minutes. Q played thirty seven minutes. VJ played twenty four minutes. VJ shot six of eight. Q shot six of sixteen, and Ding shot, I think, twelve of. Or not, not 12 of 17. He was like 7 of 12 or something. So, I mean, he took less shots than both of them and almost outscored Q. But my biggest thing with Q is, though, I mean, that's fine. You can score, but you're a point guard. Guy had two assists. And it's been like that all season. It's Our whole team has been like that. And, I mean, I'm put, I'm still putting Q in, in disappointment for so far this season because it's we know what type of player he can be. We've seen him down the stretch in the tournament. We've seen him do do big things for us. And I still, I mean, I still love the kid and all that stuff like that, and uh, and, and everything like that. But it's like I, I wish he would step up and you know play like the player that we know he, that he's capable of being. Uh, my biggest, I don't know, my biggest disappointment though was. Definitely seeing Honest Mahmoud's stat line, which or lack thereof. Played twenty minutes, had zero points and one rebound, and he's seven foot tall. That is what's up, Smitty? DJ, good to see you, bud. DJ, there you go. There's your shout. I said it before you even said it. Uh, and then Ray Spalding, two points, eight rebounds, three fouls. It's I don't know, it's it's terrible to see. I mean we we shot good enough to we shot good enough to win at forty nine percent. Seton Hall forty five only shot forty five percent. The biggest thing that that is killing Louisville is our Achilles heel definitely turnovers. Louisville was sixteen turnovers and only eight assists. I mean that that's that's been the biggest thing for us all season and it's killed me all season that we'll have games one like the Purdue game. I mean I know they pulled away and won by nine. Uh, yeah, Smitty. I'll I'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, there's, there's. I don't know the 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 assist the turnover ratio is horrible for this team. I need to look it up and you know so I can talk about it at uh, <laughs> so I can talk about it on the next podcast. But I don't I don't know. So I think with with that part we're gonna go into my next two serials, and we're gonna go with number three coming in with Crunch Berries. By the way, for people that have just joined us, see I got six viewers now. Uh, we are going over our top five favorite cereals. So far, we got five tricks, four fruity pebbles, three crunch berries, and number two, I'm going with cocoa puffs. I'm saving number one here for a minute because I do want to bring up something that actually Smitty just talked about. I did. I didn't want to bring it up. So uh, a big. A big person that could have been on this team, but it looks like he definitely made the right decision. I never, I never thought he made the wrong decision or anything like that. I'm just saying, looks like he definitely made the right decision. Is Donovan Mitchell? I mean, that guy is absolutely killing it right now for the Utah Jazz. Had 41, which is a a rookie record, breaking 
breaking uh, Daryl Griffith's actual record, which I thought was pretty cool. Now it's got two Louisville players on top of uh, Utah's all-time rookie single-game record. Uh, DJ Cinnamon Toast Toast Crunch, hands down. I mean, you got to have more than just one. Is that the only cereal that you eat? So... um, I think it's I think it's awesome because I mean just from the interviews and everything that you see I don't there there I, I I will say this despite all the Patino stuff here in the past couple of years I will say I do feel like we have had a lot of good kids here in the past couple of years uh, you know going back to you know even Gorgie and then you know the Damian Lees and and all that uh, here we go Megan you want to talk about Louisville players I think you're tripping over there right now so you got. You got going back to Gorgie and Peyton Siva and all that stuff and <laughs> uh, Smitty. There you, I hear you. Uh, to Damian Lee, to you know players like that. The the Donovan Mitchell. I mean, I, I feel like we've had some really well mannered players in the past couple of years. Uh, even though I'm not really a big fan of Bettino as a person. Uh, his coaching was great, but I mean, I've said in the past I wasn't really a big fan of him as a person. But um, I'm going to I'm going to go into my beef here now, and then after that I'm gonna I'm gonna give my my number one cereal, which probably most people that know me already know what I'm gonna say anyway. But my beef this week is it's I mean it actually references the team that Louisville will be playing in the bowl game. The fact that coaches leave before bowl games, and not only do they leave, but a lot of them don't even talk to their players before they even leave. Like, look at you take Jimbo Fisher into an account, which I'm not saying that I disagree with the fact that Jimbo Fisher left. I'm not saying I disagree with the fact that Dan Mullen left. I'm not saying I disagree with coaches leaving. I'm not saying that. I think that you owe it to the players to coach that bowl game. I think you owe it to the players more than anything to tell the players that you're going to be leaving. Uh, I believe I saw a video of Central Florida's coach doing that. And, you know, he said he was going to – I'm pretty sure he said he was going to coach the bowl game. Like, that. that's – that's mad respect in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> he – I really think that – I think that's kind of a, a bogus thing to do, if you ask me. Again, I never, I've never coached at a high level. I've just, I've been an assistant and I've coached in, in high school and stuff like that, but never at a high level. But and I know that it's there's there's a lot of things that go into it with the recruiting and and everything like that. But you, I mean, you recruited those kids there. You you have a contract to finish out the year. Finish out the year. Don't do those kids like that. Um. Uh. Next. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. Are you really? Smitty says, "What about giving the next coach a head start on the next season?" Uh, I don't. I don't really see it that way because more often than not, they're not going to hire a coach before that bowl season starts. So to say that you're you're literally just leaving a team in shambles, like with Mississippi State, I think they took one of the assistants that didn't go with them to Florida as their interim coach. He's not going to get hired. They'll, they'll most likely hire someone else. I just the only thing that I can maybe think that the coaches do that for is they wanted to hurry up and get out of town so they didn't catch any flack for leaving, or they wanted to go ahead and get started on recruiting. Which I, I mean I don't know. It, you you have a 
you have a responsibility to those players there. And then you got Jimbo Fisher, who was like, no, we want to play that other game just so we can be bowl eligible. And then you dip out before the bowl game even happens. I don't know. It's that one. That one was way was pretty disrespectful to me. And the other part of it is he didn't even tell his players. I mean, you have players tweeting out that, man, it would have been nice for you to tell us. It'd have been nice to know that you were leaving. Uh, that, that's that's. Uh, that's that's completely bogus to me. Uh, Booner, does Lamar play and should he? Does Lamar play? Yes. Should he? I'll go ahead and shock everybody and say this. No, he shouldn't. Uh, and that may be opposite of what I'm kind of making an argument for in the coaches leaving and everything. Lamar shouldn't play. If I mean, I think he's going to have a, I think he's going to have a great pro career, and I think it. He, it does, it's not going to do anything for him to play in that ball game. He's proved everything that he can prove to the scouts. Um, so should he play? No. Will he play? Yes. Uh, I mean, they, they've already seen that he can pass the ball. They already see he can run. One more game against a team that's that's beaten and battered with losing their coaching staff and not even having their starting quarterback. It's not. If this was the national title, I would say, yeah, he should play. Or the playoffs, yeah, he should play. Uh, so... No, I don't. I don't think he should play. Uh, but I'll uh, I'll go to my number one cereal here, uh, and then I'll recap my top five, and then you know see if any of you guys want to give me any more. Uh, my number one cereal in my top five, I'm going with Reese Puffs. Solid, solid, solid cereal. With the and that is a good point, Jerry. Coaches get paid. College kids do not. So, my top five, just to recap, we'll go honorable mention again. Honeycomb, Peanut Butter Crunch, and Apple Jacks. Number five, Tricks. Number four, Fruity Pebbles. Number three, Crunch Berries. Number two, Cocoa Puffs. And number one, Reese Puffs. I'm going to start doing this on the earlier week episodes. And what I'll start doing, because I didn't want to reveal kind of what I was going to start doing yet. But what I'll start doing is I'll start putting stuff up on the on the page. So you know, keep looking out. Uh, <laughs> uh, start so look up on the page of what I'm gonna make my top five that week. I'll try to put it out on on the Friday or Saturday before the Monday. Then I'm gonna be uh, recording my episode, and then uh, you know, we'll I think we'll get hopefully we'll start getting more people. I mean, the top I had it today was at eight people, but again, it's early. So. You know, even after this episode is is uploaded and everything, that's cool. Comment on there. You know, I'll comment back. I'll you know I'll 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 put some more stuff on there. Um, again, I thank you guys for watching. The people that did to get in here, Oreo O's and my top three. So do they even make those anymore, DJ? And are there any cereals with bacon, Megan? I don't know, but if there is, I definitely need to get some. Uh, Oreo Oreos was definitely solid, but I feel like they got discontinued and then they brought them back and they discontinued them again. Discontinued them again. But even if there's not Oreo Oreos, I'm sure there's some ghetto version of them. Like there's Count Chocolate for other things. So, uh, but again, you know, share this if you want. Uh, it, I mean, actually, I don't care if you want to just share it anyway. I'm trying to get more input on this type stuff. I'm going to start doing the top five. Friday, I'm going to uh, actually do a preview of the Louisville-Indiana game that's on Saturday. Uh, 
I don't know. We'll see what Louisville team shows up. We do have them at home, so we'll see. We'll see what kind of environment shows up for us. Uh, I thank you guys again for watching and everything like that. It, somebody spanned me with wows. It's probably I think it was Trenton. Uh, you know, I'll upload this podcast here uh, probably within the next thirty minutes or so. Uh, Shauna, thanks for just now joining in about twenty five minutes late. Uh, but comment on the bottom there. Tell me what your favorite cereals are. Give me a top five. Tell me mine's terrible. Can you can you give time? Absolutely, DJ. I'd love for you to come on and, and I'd love for you to give me top five suggestions, man. I mean, if it's serious ones, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, that was Chaw Dog. So, again, like, share, everything. Tell tell your friends about my show, everything like that. If you want to come on and debate me about anything, if you want to if you want to give me a top five and then come on and give your top five with me, be more than happy to do that. I'll come to you. Uh, ask anybody else that's been on my podcast. I've come to them, come to their house. I'd be more than happy to come to you. Uh, and even if you want to debate about anything that I have talked about on here, do it. Write me a message. If you have my number, text me. Say, look, this is what I this is what I have a beef with with your show. I want to come on and talk to you about it because the, I'm going to get more listeners like that with because hot takes are hot takes, and that's what everybody wants to hear. Zaxby's or Canes, Trent, that's not even close. It's Canes, no question. Zaxby's is hot garbage. Not really. It's not hot garbage, but it's nowhere near Canes. Nominate Booner as a guest, but in his bear costume. <laughs> yeah, that would that would definitely get entertainment. It's gonna have to be on an early week episode, so I so I can Facebook Live it. Uh, again, thank you guys. I'm gonna be heading out here though. You guys have a good one, and I will see you guys. Uh, oh, you'll be hearing from me again on Friday night. Y'all have a good one.